Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, baby. Atlanta, what's going on? It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming to you live from the Tour Championship. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We are broadcasting live from the Cheetos tent, Mike. This this is the life. I got to tell you, when I came in today and I was like, where's this place? And I hit my guy up from Tito's and a big shout out to Theo and everybody with Tito's. And I said, what, where is this place? He said, just keep walking past 15 and 16. And I finally got to it. I posted some pictures that put them up, see Dukes. Right. And this is where we are. Now, it's open air, guys. If you're coming out here to the Tour Championship, most of the tents are like this, open air. So you don't have to worry about a mask, Mike, right. unless you are absolutely inside. But, man, it's a beautiful day to be out here. Right on. We are basically, there's a big, big, gigantic hospitality set up with all sorts of cool stuff. We're right next to where the store is. I know it's kind of like when you go to the Masters, and I was just in the store. I know you and I loaded up. It's kind of like when you got out to Augusta. Everybody wants stuff with that East Lake Christmas, Club logo. It's Christmas. I know. You don't want to know what I just put on the credit card. But <laughs> I just took care of my idiot brother-in-law. I got the wife a pullover. You know, had a good, you know, one polo. Don't stop there. My wife will say, don't you have that shirt? <laughs> Not this one. You know, don't you realize that you and I become like that progressive commercial when you become your parents? You know, you have a shirt. To, remember the guy pulls out a shirt and he's wearing the exact same shirt? That's us now. But anyway, we're out here, and if you are lucky enough to have a, uh, a pass for East Lake either today or tomorrow, we'd love to see you out here in this hospitality area, as Carl said, in the Tito's handmade vodka suite. Just real quick, yeah, because you grew up in Texas. You were way ahead of the curve on Tito's, which, well, of course, started in Austin. I, we were talking about this today with some of the folks out here when I got here. When, when Tito, and that is his real name, by the way, when he started this, people in Texas were like, vodka in Texas? <laughs> right. Nobody bought on or bought into it, and he was so persistent. And I'll tell you, you know, you fast forward, and now this is one of the top four brands liquor-wise right. in the world. Right. So for folks, again, if you're not a vodka guy or whatever, but we jumped on board. One, Mike, because it was a lot less inexpensive. Uh, right. Then the other brands that were out there, because a lot of this stuff is, you know, when you, when you talk about certain brands, you're paying for that price. Right. Uh, but it, it just spawned a revolution of, like, distiller. And, and, and how many yes, times right. it's been, you know, hit. And it just, the quality is we love it, Tito's. My wife is a Tito's junkie, as you are. So we're here hanging out, having a great, and again, on a day like today. Well, everybody, everybody wants now to have, like, their own 
state thing, right? I right. mean, you look around, and there's so many places now. Because, again, well, you can do it in Texas. We can do it here. Bourbon is different. Kentucky, right. that's but different. You, even, like, the dudes are making it out in Utah now. You know what I mean? Like I know. High West. But to your point, it is delicious. And on a hot summer day, you want, with all due respect to brown liquor, you want some clear liquor. <laughs> so, yes. now, a couple of guys, I already tweeted the photos from the hospitality tent. Guys hit us up going, let me get this straight. You guys in a vodka tent. Yes. For two straight days. This is correct, sir. In the hot sun. Yes, this is. Like, well, we're, actually, we're covered right yes. now. So, not yes. good. We're, we're covered. But, yeah, man. And, uh, again, at the end of the day, we're out here to uh, enjoy the tournament. Mike, I got to mm-hmm. tell you, before we get into all the things we're going to dive into, because we are talking dogs. We are talking the Braves, who lost again last night. Now they'll head to Colorado tonight. We'll break down that game. We're also going to talk plenty of college football today. As we do during the season, guys, the great Vince Dooley will start his visits with us today talking about the dogs and Mike you know every year we've had coach Dooley on just real quick before I tell this story we always go is this the year is Georgia going to win another one while Vince is here which would be awesome which would be awesome and so uh we love hearing from coach and talking football with them and and one thing also I was just talking with Bo our producer as we were walking the course earlier today coach last year if you listen to the show on a regular basis he gave us about half a dozen promos <laughs> he did. And, and promos when you hear like the recap of a funny element from the show and coach had some great anecdotal stuff you know talking about being a high school player and a game being canceled and they were all at the dance and now we got to get back and play anyway coach has been <laughs> awesome so we're, we're loving to catch up with the ageless coach Dooley and he'll be on again this afternoon can't wait also Georgia Tech fans Tell your friends, Coach Collins is coming on. What's Tech going to do? And we will ask him about his team, his quarterback, his O-line. He's going to join us at 3 o'clock. And then uh, we're going to talk to Danny Connell today, Mike, as well, and get a national uh, look at the college scene. Games tonight, games all weekend, and none bigger than Georgia Clemson. So a lot in store, and we're going to talk to uh, Amir Sadich, who is uh, with Atlanta United. He is going to join us in about 20 minutes. Obviously, international break, but... Right. How do we get back to winning? What do they need to change? Uh, hopefully he'll give us some insight. And, and that's a dude that wasn't necessarily a household name, but he has certainly fit in with Atlanta United and has, has done his job and has been part of the four-game win streak. And we'll talk about him and the new coach and how he relates to Coach Pineda and everything else. Last night, I don't know about you, I, I was having a hard time keeping up because I was falling asleep. Because, yeah. you know, you get older, boys and girls, you know, it's not like every night you're going to stay up till like 1.30 in the morning. But last night... It was another playoff atmosphere, right? It was. And unfortunately, Carl, our pitching wasn't as good as their pitching. And I got to be honest with you, Dave Roberts did us a huge favor by getting Max Scherzer out of there with only 76 pitches. And unfortunately, our bullpen couldn't handle it after our guys took the lead. So think about these last two games. Charlie Morton, really good. Max Freed, really good. Considering that lineup, you, you know, again, when you're and talking. And always gives up something early, but yes. luckily it was just a solo home run. Two, two, two right. or three runs, when you start looking at the big picture, or two runs for that matter, right. um, and then you get to the bullpen. This, again, and I'm not picking on any particular guy, but this is this is the area, Mike, will, that will depend on how far this team goes. I don't think the starting pitching, as much as I was worried about it at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and then when Soroka went down, right. I'm not now. If you're telling me that you're going to get the quality starts you got from Charlie Morton and Freed and then what we're getting from Yanoa and Tookie, we'll talk about Smiley because the manager said something last night in regards to Smiley, and Mike was on this a couple of days ago, and it actually looks like it's happening. Right. I'm not worried about the starting pitching. Who are we going to in the bullpen? And, and you know, last night it's one of those things where, where Snit kind of, you know, hints at the fact that, well, when you make those decisions and they win, it's a bad decision. Well, yeah, that's, that's why you make these decisions. You right. can't make a decision 
and then we lose because of it, and then you go, well, yeah, but it could have went the other way. Well, of course. Right. If my aunt was my uncle, uncle right. you know, if, if, <laughs> come on. Exactly. Well, last night, if you want to defend Snitker, the argument being that uh, Turner was 0 for 7 against Chris Martin in his career. And that's why he wanted to go to him. And that you really cannot argue with that, guys. It just, in this case, it blew up in his face. Now, the argument, though, against doing that, despite the statistical history there, is Chris Martin isn't the same pitcher he was a year ago. No, he's not. And Chris Martin is struggling of late, and you don't really have the confidence in Chris Martin that you did, let's say, last year in the NLCS. And as an older pitcher, you know, I mean, you're not really going to change what you do. His repertoire is his repertoire. So that, that's, the, that's the plus and minus. But, I mean, you really at the time, you know, I'd, I'd rather take Matzik at that point. But, I mean, you can also make the argument for what we just talked about. Uh, Chris, let's hear Brian Snicker talking about could have won two or three, you know, in L.A. That didn't happen, guys. We ended up getting swept after beating the Giants two or three. Just like the Yankees. These are close baseball games, but they were just better than us. And and this this is what I think Braves fans are afraid of. We can be at times a really good team. But you put us in these situations, are we truly better than the Dodgers in a seven-game series? Are we truly right. better than the Giants in a seven-game series? Uh, I think we're better than the Giants in seven, but I, I don't think we're better than the Dodgers. And that's why I know we got to play the sound from Snit. But that's why I go bananas and I sound like a maniac when we talk about what should have happened last year in the NLCS. To have a team that's better than you on the ropes? Because remember, Carl, if the best team was the best team on paper, the best team would always win. Well, based <laughs> on that logic, the Braves should have had six World Series during the Bobby Cox run. No, we know. We always ran into better pitching and teams that were a little more clutch. And I just think, you know, last year we were so much more clutch. I'm glad we invested and we put this thing back where we should be able to hang on and win the division. But still, you see what the Dodgers are. And that's about spending. That's about spending more money. Oh, yeah, Got to do it. Here's Brian Snicker on uh, the Dodgers series. Like I say, had the go-ahead run at the plate the first game and, and then lost two one-run games. So, um, you know, we're hit away, pitch away, making a pitch. The whole thing of probably winning two out of three. That's baseball. I mean, th- right. this, that's honestly, these one-run games, we talked about it all year. I've been talking about it all year. This has been our Achilles heel. It's something we did well last year. We haven't done well this year. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well as we broadcast live out at the Tour Championship at Eastlake Golf Club. Um, here's the other thing, Mike, and, and, you know, as far as the Braves, they, they go to Colorado, balls fly to there like crazy. Mm-hmm. We could see, you know, eight home runs in any particular game between both teams. We'll see. We hit dingers. They hit dingers. It doesn't mean that we're just going to go in there and, and crush them. But they're a better team at home. They Way are. Way better team at well, home. Well, that, that's been statistically they are. Are we a better team overall? Yes. But home and away, that's why you say you got to win half your games on the road and win as many games as you can at home. So we'll see what happens tonight. But it's took you tonight. We'll talk about it a little bit later yeah. as we go around the yard. And it just, like I said, it, it just kind of reinforces. It's not a negative point of view it's a valid baseball fan point of view that the Dodgers just have some things that we can't match at times when they're on their game so we'll continue the conversation also bro so beautiful to be out I guess who we saw today we saw a couple of guys I don't know how many guys you got to see out there in person saw Louis Oosthuizen today yeah I so I got here a, a little bit early and I saw some guys on the range I took some some photos of a couple of guys saw uh was it Kepka who oh no it was Dustin Johnson first of all Dustin you know he had the injury and all right. of that but his swing is, is so effortless. You know what? The, same thing. We saw Xander Shoffley, right? So Xander Shoffley is no bigger than Squid Billy. Not that Squid Billy's a midget. Squid Billy's like me. He's like 5'8 in heels. But he crushes it. But you see these guys, and they weigh about 150 pounds. 
And you're like, how does this guy? How does that guy? Shoffley, get, Shoffley. Right. How does he get the ball 320 <laughs> yards down the bar or 300 yards, whatever? Because they have the perfect swing. They have the swing which is just effortless and puts the the head of the club. And for anybody who's a frustrated golfer out there, and you look at us like you and me, we're big guys, big yeah. chaps. Yeah. And you, when you see these guys, which we would consider in high school pipsqueaks, and they just drive the ball well, like insane. It's like Morikawa. I saw him on the first tee. I watched Dustin or, or Brooks Koepka on the first tee, and. You know, you go, I, I, I'm just wondering how far they're going to hit it. Mike and I had the fortune to play this course a month or so ago. We talked about it on the radio. And, you know, when you see how far these guys are hitting it, you're just like, oh. But, yeah, man, I got a chance to see a bunch of guys. I was just right. making my rounds. Hole one, walked over to two. I think I went over to four because uh, most guys were off the tee by 1 o'clock. So. Right. But it was cool to see. I mean, you know, and again, the crowds out here are, are pretty decent. We know over the weekend it's going to be crazy because there's <laughs> so was, much going on. We ran into a lady who was uh, working for, I forget the company, Bo, but she was trying to find where we were going. And so we all tagged along. And she goes, have you guys ever played here? And I said, yeah. I said, my radio partner and I played here about two months ago. Yeah. She goes, how was it? I go, well, it was 98 degrees and it was 100% humidity. And she goes, was it hard? I go, yes. I go, the caddies are out here every day as we sit on the air. They'd be at the top of a a hill or some kind of an incline and then you and I would hump it up oh. with the other guys and we literally have our hands on our knees and they'd be, they'd be holding the clubs out to us and you and I are like give us a second yeah, you give go. us a second you go. so you have a newfound appreciation for just how great these athletes to, to the point are doing their job and oh by the way walking this bad boy for four days alright we'll keep you updated on what's going on out here but plenty to get into guys Danny Cannell's going to join us coming up at 40 after the hour we're going to talk some college football with him Alabama has the best odds to win the national championship where's Georgia we're going to tell you coming up uh, but when we come back, Amar Sadich is going to join us from Atlanta United. Atlanta United. United. And we'll see what's up with him, this squad, and more. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Dukes and Bell, guys. We are live at the Tour Championship. We'll be out here tomorrow as well. And want to remind you, the 2021-22 season will be here before you know it for our Atlanta Hawks. And your season ticket packages are available at State Farm Arena, guys. Check them out. Stack Packs. That's S-T-A-C-K Packs. And you can select from customized ticket packages featuring 10 fan-favorite theme games. Learn more by visiting hawks.com slash stack. All right, Mike, we've been talking a lot about Atlanta United, trying to figure out what our new manager, Gonzalo Pineda, is going to do. He's got a lot of time to train now, and we'll see how things change if, in fact, they do. And joining us right now on the waitforward.com hotline, Amar Sadich, and we appreciate the time as always, Amar. It's good to have you back on the show. We had him on, I think, right as he got to yeah, Atlanta I think United. It was like his second day here in town. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I want to start with, you know, what do you think about all the transition and the change, and how has it affected you specifically? Or Sorry, the you guys team? keep going in and out. Oh, can you hear us now? <laughs> what about now? How you guys doing? Hey, hey man. What's going on, brother? We were asking you about how, how the, all the changes affected you or the team, in your opinion, uh, over the last couple of months. Uh, I mean, it's kind of it's, – it's the business that we're in. Um, any professional sport, it's a results-driven business. And, um, yeah, changes kind of come and go. And uh, I think it's our job as professionals to be able to adapt to, to those challenges. And I think our team's done a great job. Um, and – yeah, I mean, every game presents its own challenge, and uh, the new coaching staff coming in, I think, has been fantastic and kind of uh, settling in everything calmly and kind of um, preaching their message of what they expect from us, what they want from us, and uh, yeah, the outlook for the rest of the season. 
It's Amir Sadich with us, guys. The year we won the uh, title, he was winning a title with Maryland in the NCAA. Joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. I know we can't win them all. Uh, it was a tough loss on Saturday, but it seems like the momentum has shifted and it seems like things are clicking. Barco and everybody seems like they're on the same page. What does it look like to you? I mean, it seems like we're, we're creating more scoring opportunities. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Of course, I wasn't here at the beginning of the season, but from what I heard, uh, there wasn't that much uh, kind of freedom of thinking in the, in the way we were attacking. So uh, kind of being a part of this process now, uh, with the addition of Louise and, of course, uh, Barco coming back from the Olympics and uh, Joseph returning, uh, Marcelino playing in his, in his prime form. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's going very nicely together. Uh, I think we have a lot of similar attacking personalities in terms of uh, combining in the midfield. And then you have expert dribblers like Moreno and Barco who can take players on 1v1 so easily. Uh, so it's, it's all coming together slowly but surely. Amir, um, we've talked about, you know, having chances but not being able to finish at times. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've talked to various guys on the squad. What do you attribute that to? Is that is it just the change or is it just continuity and guys coming together? Because now you get a few weeks where you get to train a little bit more than you normally would before the next match, although everybody's not going to be available because of international duties. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I think I think this time training together uh, will be good, uh, especially for the coaching staff. They'll kind of be able to uh, give out their message of what they expect from us, and it's it's more time to build relationships on the field um, with new tactics in mind, and and um, yeah, kind of understanding that competition levels are also high, so everyone has an opportunity to play with guys being out on international break. So it's, this is also a time for for players to prove themselves to the coach. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the biggest thing is just kind of uh, continuing to build this culture of a team and, and establishing a winning mentality. Amar Sanders is with us, guys, from Atlanta United. And uh, as you mentioned, you were not here for all of the drama with Gabriel Anse, but how is the team responding to Pineda? Everybody, is it, a, is it a mellow vibe? I know that Coach Valentino did such a nice job, and it seemed like Pineda was going to not overturn the apple cart and kind of keep what was working working. Uh, I, I think it's been fantastic. Um, he, he's a guy who's come in who, uh, first and foremost, is a very decent being, and he understands the human side of uh, professional sports. So um, he brings that kind of human side to it, but he's also very passionate about the game and very intelligent of tactics. And uh, I think he's very capable of making individuals better um, from from today and better tomorrow than as a whole, that affects the group uh, very effectively. So I think we're going to end up being a, a much better team and progressively growing better as individuals. Amar Sadich on the line with us guys here on Dukes and Bell. We're broadcasting live from the Tour Championship, talking Atlanta United. So uh, what are you working on specifically that you feel like will help your game and help this team ultimately achieve the goal, which is to, to be a playoff team? I still think that's very, very doable. I know everybody's looking at the numbers right now and going, are we going to get in? But I think we can get in. Do you? Oh, absolutely. It's very realistic, and it's something that we're not uh, – we don't want to get in in the last spot. You know, we want to take as many points that we can and get into the best position uh, to set ourselves up for success um, as possible. So, uh, I mean, for me personally, uh, I'm, I'm in a different role now. Uh, a bunch of attacking guys in front of me. So being more of a defensive midfielder, a box-to-box player – uh, recovering balls and just kind of keeping my distribution on point 
Uh, the higher passing success I can have and the more effective balls I can put into dangerous areas for Joseph, for Barco, for Moreno, for Luis. Uh, yeah, putting them in good positions will ultimately kind of help the team. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on. So what are you doing with a couple of days off? I mean, you're working, you get a chance to just relax? Or He's watching Ted Lasso. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing, Mark? <laughs> uh, a couple of days off. Uh, I got my little brother visiting me in town, so um, take him take him out, show him a little bit of Atlanta, eat some good food, uh, you know, be a little top golf. We'll see. We'll see what the day holds. That's what's up. Nice. Well, man, continued success. Uh, bro, we like the vibe of, of, of Gonzalo, and we hope this carries over to you guys and we get on a nice little roll here mm-hmm. and roll into the playoffs. Thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Cool, man. Amar Sadich right there, guys. And, again, as he said, because of guys like Arojo and everybody else, he's looking up on the depth chart. But he has had some moments and has been able to contribute and bring some energy earlier. Unfortunately, those matches we talked about, Carl, where we left some points on the board, right? We didn't – or on the table, I should say. We weren't able to finish those out. But a guy that just shows you the depth and uh, Darren always looking to add to the roster. 404-741-0929. 404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You're more than welcome to join us as usual, guys. Find us on social media. He's Mike Bell, ATL, and I'm at Put em Up. See Dukes, the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929, and this radio station, 929 The Game. Follow us on the Twitch, and we are on the Gram as well. All right, coming up, we're going to talk to Danny Cannell. We'll get a full college preview, Mike, as we have a big weekend oh, ahead of us. I was going to say, Squidbilly and I, Bo, were walking the course. I know you were walking the course earlier. We ran into a bunch of listeners who are also Georgia fans and yeah. a couple of Clemson fans. And I love the fact, like, Squidbilly's like, well, y'all going to bid on this or what? Everyone's <laughs> asking us. Like, so what do you think? What do you think? As soon as Eric, our engineer, we were sitting up here at the Tito's. We're at the Tito's tent at East Lake. We literally had two guys come up immediately, big Georgia fans. One guy's actually going up to Charlotte for the game. And he was saying, so what do you think? And I said, well, brother, we have analyzed this thing for almost six months, if you think about it, right? We have. We didn't know the personnel who would be available, but just from a a program standpoint and where they are and where we are. And then, of course, the spring game, and that brought a little more clarity. And then, you know, big additions to the roster. He goes, are we going to miss Arik Gilbert? I said, well, I mean, everybody's trying to poo-poo it like it's not a big deal. I said, but I just think when you're trying to score five touchdowns, let's be real, five touchdowns is 35 points. And to beat Clemson, you and I have been talking about this the last few weeks, you need as many, all, all skilled position players, all hands on deck, right? But your defense is obviously has been your calling card for years with Kirby, but it's something that you and I spoke about yesterday, and almost everybody kind of nodded agreement, Clemson fans too, that even though the under seems to be the play, a lot of people think when things get rolling, this will be a typical high-scoring game. I think so too. Uh, I, I say that, and then I look at these defenses, and then I go, I don't know. It might be 24-21. Because the, these defensive lines are stout, man. We'll dive more into well, maybe it. Maybe it'll be 42-7 and we'll be sweating this oh, for once. That would be sweet. On the right side for the dogs. And we can all bask in the warm air for glow yeah, on Tuesday. That, that would be sweet. Coming up, Danny Cannell. Uh, and then, guys, Coach Collins from Georgia Tech at 3 o'clock. So make sure, uh, Georgia Tech fans, we're always talking football. You guys know that. And we want to see what else, what's going on with Georgia Tech. They don't have an easy opener, Mike. Northern Illinois <laughs> comes in here. And right. don't, don't think you can just, you know, shake them off. This needs to yeah. be... A dominant performance. You need to come out and play. Don't overlook these guys because you have North Carolina right. the following week. And all the directional Illinois schools put guys in the NFL. So it's a, it is part of, you know, the fact that it, you, it's, you want to call this one of the games you pencil in as a W. We're trying to get bowl eligible for a team that, yeah. look, when you sign a new coach, by year three, it's supposed to be happening. 
And you and I have given Coach Collins, as have most Tech fans, I think, the benefit of the doubt because of the, the wholesale changes that had to happen after Paul Johnson. And it's not a knock on Paul Johnson. It just is what it is. But, yeah, man, tough, tough schedule. All right, Coach Collins is on the way at 3 o'clock. We're coming back. Danny Cannell is going to join us. We're live at the Tour Championship. And you can find us, guys. We'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at Odyssey.com. Dukes and Bell, guys, we're broadcasting live from the Tour Championship on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. This is a busy weekend for our city. Uh, we got all the big college football games, obviously Miami and Alabama in town. you got Georgia State playing a home game against Army. You've got the Tour Championship happening, Mike. There's just so much going on. Right. We know that this Labor Day weekend. So uh, wherever you're headed, man, be safe. But a lot of folks out here enjoying the golf, and we are as well. Thanks to uh, Amar Sadich, who joined us earlier talking about Atlanta United and where they're going hopefully we can get on a nice run and and if we do hey anything can happen I, i'm not going to tell you we're not as good as some of these other teams that, that mm -hmm. we've lost to or some of the teams at the top of the standings you know but I once do, we get in the playoffs mike i always tell you anything can happen man. i just think and i think darren commented on this jason uh, longshore was on with us monday saying that you know we had opportunities there was just kind of like we kind of reverted back to what we saw earlier in the year with the new faces me you me you mm. like who's taking the shot who where's this going and the hesitation cost us because one thing while we were kind of regrouping nashville is really good they are good so there's no shame in losing but i just thought we we let some opportunities get away in that match hopefully Again, Orlando City, uh, we love those. We love to hate those guys, and they'll be here a week from uh, tomorrow at Mercedes-Benz. Hey, remember, Coach Collins is on the way, guys. Coach Jeff Collins from Georgia Tech. I, uh, I looked at the calendar, uh, and somebody hit us up. They said, Dukes and Bell on Twitter, Kennesaw State is the next opponent after Northern right. Illinois, and I had looked at North Carolina. They're at the end of the month. I think they play them on the 25th of September. So just looked at the wrong date, but this is a tough month for them, man, and I'm talking about Georgia Tech. Getting off to a good start is imperative. So we'll talk to Coach right. Collins coming up at 3 o'clock. And Danny Cannell is on the way here in about five minutes. All right, if you're just joining us, we were talking about the Braves. They lost last night. So, Mike, we go to L.A. and we get swept. I don't think if you asked any Braves fan who's watched this team all season long would tell you that they thought we were better than the Dodgers all year. Right. We haven't been. Um, and this is one of those series, again, I don't want to look at this whole series and say, oh, we're in trouble. But it makes me think twice about a couple of things. We took two out of three from the Dodgers in our place earlier this year uh, in the first half of the season. But then they sweep us. And, yes, these were one-run games. They were close games. But we didn't win these close games. So it, it just – when you saw what we saw against both the Yankees, which was not good in the sense we lost, but right. they were close games. Giants, we took care of business, two out of three. But these are playoff-type atmospheres. Right. And playoff elements. And you know, every pitch – that's why – let's be honest, Carl. You say it all the time. Baseball is the soundtrack to your summer. But then when you get into the playoffs or these kind of atmosphere-type games, every pitch matters. And that's why I was going nuts about Luke Jackson's pitch selection the other day because against the Dodgers, this stuff does matter. And let's be honest, we beat the Dodgers last year. We got the Dodgers on the ropes. This team, you could argue what the Dodgers are rolling with, is actually better. Trey Turner, you know, Jock Peterson went to the yeah. Cubs and now to us. For sure. Trey Turner's here. Scherzer's here. They got to, they're going to get eventually Clayton Kershaw back. That Bauer is gone. But this is still one of the best, if not the best, team in the bigs. And I still think they're going to beat the Giants for the division. And here's the problem. And they leapfrogged the Giants, picked up a half a game. This is a team that, you know, Carl, you're going to have to beat one way or the other if you want to get to the World Series. It still goes through them. Right. It still goes through them. I, I totally agree with you. 404-741-0929. Vince Dooley's on the way as well, guys. We'll talk to Coach Vince Dooley at 340 this afternoon, starting our weekly visit with 
the incredible Vince Dooley as the dogs get ready for their first matchup, and we'll do that on a weekly basis and getting his insight. It's funny because, you know, every year we ask Coach Dooley about the pressure on Kirby, and he's like, well, I don't think there's any pressure. It's just a regular year. And every year we ask the same things, but I got to believe, Mike, you know, again, at some point you start to go, all right, when does this happen? And, and right. even though Coach Dooley knows those pressures more than anybody, and understands it, I, I, I do think you have to try to keep things as a coach in perspective. Now that he at, he's out of coaching, mm -hmm. now that you're watching it from afar, you know, I have coaching friends that always say, you know, what, what, what we tell you guys is one thing, and then when we get in the room together, we're like, dude, he better win. It, it's totally different. I just think, you know, when we were younger, right, and if Georgia fans were younger, I think the older alumni are more, I wouldn't say they're patient. I don't know why you'd be patient at any point, but win it one day. But I just think you've been conditioned. I think if you're a younger guy, if you're a younger, if you graduated from Georgia in the last five to ten years, let's go. There's four teams that play for the national championship every year, right? And you are the fifth or the sixth. And if you've got all the resources and everything you and I have talked about, it's not like, well, one day the worm will turn. No, 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 no. You were brought in here to be Nick Saban, not Nick Saban light. And you're supposed to beat Nick Saban. First things first, you got to beat the guy who knows how to beat Nick Saban. That's Dabo Sweeney. you got to handle that this weekend. Let's talk to Danny Cannell, guys. Danny coming to you courtesy of Bet Online, BetOnline.net, and uh, make sure you check that out. Danny Cannell, it's good to have you on. We're excited about the college football season starting off. And I said today, you know, when we were talking about you coming on, I said, well, look who's atop the odds. Surprise, surprise. It's Alabama with the best odds to win the national championship. And then Georgia is 13-2, Clemson's 21-4. Here's the deal. Those two teams play that I just mentioned, obviously, Saturday. Danny Cannell, what do you see with these two teams? And I said, I think there's more pressure on Georgia to win this game than there is Clemson. Do you feel that way? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Yeah, I do. I tend to agree with you. Thanks for having me on, guys. I cannot wait. I think this game is going to have a playoff feel to it. I mean, there are that much at stake. And with both of these teams' schedules, there's not a whole lot, there's not a whole lot more opportunity for either team to really impress as far as resume builders. Georgia does have the Florida game, but Florida on a down year, like you wonder if that's going to be enough to resume. So I think there's an incredible amount of pressure on both of these teams. But I do think Georgia has more pressure on it. I think there's more pressure on Kirby Smart to get over that hump, to close that gap, to win a national championship, not only to get to the SEC championship game, but to win it and to actually advance and get that elusive national championship. And I think there's more pressure on JT Daniels, who we saw in a limited body of work last year, you know, average 300 yards a game, but it was against lesser competition in the SEC. But the expectation is, oh, this is the revamped Georgia offense. We're going to throw it around. We're going to be like Alabama was last year and LSU the year before. Those are massive expectations and shoes to fill for JT Daniels and Kirby Smart. And meanwhile, Clemson's already climbed the mountain. They've already knocked off Alabama. They've already, you know, they've already been there and done that. So I do think that it's the harder to be the team that hasn't accomplished yet what Clemson has. So I do think Georgia has more pressure on them. And that's the thing, Danny, we were saying before you came on, you know, to beat Clemson in this modern era, even though we feel the SEC plays the best defense, everybody's scoring in the 30s and 40s. And to beat Clemson, you've got to score that many points. To your point about JT Daniels, will Kirby finally let Todd Munkin release the hounds? Because that's how you win championships. Release the hounds. Yes, and I hope he does. And that's been like, I, I get a lot of heat from Georgia fans on social media, right? And a lot of SEC fans. And it used to be Alabama. And I used to criticize Alabama the exact same way because it was very frustrating to watch a team as talented as Alabama was. This was probably five, six years ago. And I would watch them, unbelievable talent, four- and five-star talent, great defense, and a game manager at quarterback, and you run the ball, and you play it very safe. Well, then look what happens. All this, and that's basically what Kirby built in Georgia. And you guys know this. You guys, I mean, I'm not saying anything revelationary here. But as we've seen Georgia become the Alabama of the East and Kirby take that model and implement it with outstanding recruiting, outstanding defensive play, and quarterback play, which is very sub, you know, it's just average. It's game manager-esque. So to bring in Todd Munkin, and all of a sudden you have a quarterback who's shown flashes, former five-star and JT Daniels, that, to me, is the million-dollar question. But it, you have to, to, your, to echo on your point, you have to win with offense. Yes, you need defense, but look at the two not, not, not last two national champions, LSU. What they have? Quarterback threw 60 touchdown passes in Joe Burrow, throwing it all over the yard, one of the most prolific offenses in college football. Last year, Alabama, one of the most prolific offenses in the history of college football. Defense was good, not great. I think if Georgia wants to get over that hump and they want to win a national championship, Kirby Smart has no choice but to open it up offensively and let Todd Munkin and let JT Daniels do their thing and be aggressive on the offensive side of the ball. Danny Cannell, what do you make of Texas A&M giving Jimbo Fisher an extension when he's done nothing? <laughs> I wish I had his agent. Like, I want to know who's, who's repping him. Because I right. saw this play out in, I saw this play out in Tallahassee, and it was incredibly frustrating for me because the Florida State administration kept giving him raises, and his agent was behind the scenes saying, well, you know, he might, he, there might be a better opportunity. These other schools are going to come calling. What's a better gig than he has now at Texas A&M where they're giving him all these resources? Maybe it's Georgia, maybe it's Alabama, but I don't see those coaches going anywhere anytime soon. So to me, I am 100% on board with you. 
And I like Jimbo. I like Texas A&M this year to possibly get over that hump and maybe knock off Alabama at home. But until he's done it with plenty of time left on his contract, I have no idea why you would do that other than for recruiting. But recruiting is a different animal now. It's not about building relationships and showing players they're going to, you know, my, your coach is still going to be there. With NIL, recruiting is going to be about money. And Texas A&M can go toe-to-toe with any of them. So if anything, I would have said to Texas A&M, don't waste your money on, you know, Jimbo Fisher for a four-year extension. This is going forever. But rather, save some and put in your coffers through some businesses and give that money to players so you can keep competing recruiting on the recruiting trail. Right. And, again, some people have brought up LSU because, you know, LSU, man, I, they, I think they're, what, next to last in education in every statistical <laughs> metric as far as the state. Mike, but, we're not talking about the elementary school. But who cares about that because yes. people want to see them yes. win some football games. <laughs> Danny Cannell is with us. Danny, you mentioned the, some of the bigger games. Uh, I'm going down to Tally to, to watch our beloved Seminoles. You have any confidence in Coach Norvell doing something this year or is it still going to be a long turnaround? So I have a tremendous amount of confidence in Mike Norvell. I don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in the talent on the roster. I was there a couple weeks ago, and I was watching a scrimmage, and I was standing next to Peter Wark, one of the all-time great wide receivers. And we were sitting there watching the scrimmage, and Peter looked at me, and he goes, where are all all the NFL guys? Like, where's the talent? Where are the dudes? And there weren't any. That was very frustrating to watch, and I'm sure it's frustrating for Mike Norvell, who had a late start to the recruiting cycle when he was hired late in the season – with the new early recruiting period, he gets signed like 10 days before the December signing period. Then he gets hit with COVID his first season trying to implement the system. And then he's been playing catch-up ever since. But for that reason, I give him a pass, and I love what he's doing. I love his coaching style. I love his vision. I love what he's preaching to the players. But unfortunately, college football is a talent acquisition business. You have to have talent to go toe-to-toe with the likes of Clemson and Miami and North Carolina teams that have been out recruiting Florida State for a couple years now, he's starting to close that gap. But unfortunately, some of those players aren't going to be on the roster yet. So their win total is at five and a half. I had to take the over on that one. Just I got to believe that Mike Norvell is going to squeeze out a couple close games. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to be a rebuild sort of foundational year for the Seminoles before next season they become a little bit more competitive, maybe get to nine or ten wins the next year. Danny Cannell joining us, guys. BetOnline.net. Check it out. Wisconsin, 51 odds to uh, win the championship. Penn State, 80-1. to 1. They play Saturday. What do you think of the Big Ten specifically? What do you think about Penn State? Uh-oh. I, you're not going to like my take, I don't think. Because Penn State's a team for me. Like, I'm more bullish on Wisconsin. I actually like Wisconsin laying the five-and-a-half this weekend against Penn State, playing at home. Paul Chris has an unbelievable record uh, when he's playing at home and home openers. He's 10-2 and two outright and 8-3-1 and one against the spread um, in season openers and bowl games. So with time to prepare, he really excelled. Who I think is going to have a monster year. And I feel like Sean Clifford at Penn State is more of a liability who's a little bit more conservative, was erratic last year. And then you throw in the mix, he's got a new offensive coordinator that they're breaking in after last season. I'm definitely more bullish on Wisconsin, but I hope both these teams are good. Like, I want to see the monopoly broken up in college football with Ohio State, Bama, and Clemson and Oklahoma. I want to see shakeups, but until I see those teams actually do it, you kind of have to fly with chalk in college football. And to your point, Danny, you think Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler, who got off to a bit of a slow start, but they were a much better football team in the second half. You like the Sooners to punch the ticket to the Final Four? 
I do. They're probably one of my favorites, too, uh, to go over their win total of 11. I think you have pretty pretty safe protection that they're not going to have a 10-2 and two season. Like the worst-case scenario, I think, for the Sooners is that they actually hit the 11 on the number. And because of what you talked about last year, those slip-ups early in the season with Spencer Rattler making a couple bad decisions against Kansas State, against Iowa State in the fourth quarter, which cost them games and almost cost Spencer Rattler his job when he was benched at halftime of that Texas game. But he learned from those. He made those mistakes last year as a true uh, as a freshman starting quarterback for the first time. And of all these teams, Ohio State breaking in a new quarterback, Clemson breaking in a new quarterback, Alabama breaking in a new quarterback, those other powerhouses, I think there's a chance that they could make similar first-year starter mistakes. And it doesn't mean they're not going to be great, but it could cost them a game. And when your margin of getting in the playoff is one win or loss, that worries me. So with Oklahoma not having to worry about that and a defense which is going to be better, I think not only does Oklahoma make the uh, playoff, I think they get their first playoff win this season. Danny Cannell, always great to talk with you, man. Can't wait till the season starts. We'll grab you uh, here in a few weeks, see how Mm -hmm. things are going. Danny, take care. I'd love to, man. Good luck. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks, brother. brother. Coming up, Coach Jeff Collins, Georgia Tech, stand up. What are the – What are the odds this weekend they start really, really good against Northern Illinois? We'll find out next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.